Hey, welcome to Craft Beer Bucket List with Big Ray and Mike, where we review beers you have to try before you die. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 16 of Craft Beer Bucket List. How you doing, Ray? I am fantastic, Mike. How are you tonight? I'm doing pretty good. I guess I need to say Big Ray. Big Ray, yes, sir. So you know what's cool about the number 16? Uh, no, I don't, but I'm sure you have a story to tell me about it. Absolutely. Uh, 16 is the, the number of wisdom. So if you're number 16 or if you attach to the number 16, it's supposed to mean that you're a very wise person or you're a person that seeks wisdom uh, or the ability to like you know find out what's most important. Um, you're both spiritual and analytical uh, at the same time. And uh, that's been attached to the number 16 for a long time. Wow. So I, I think when that came into play, um, I think people may not have lived as long because 16-year-olds are dumb. That doesn't apply to anyone <laughs> with that number attached to their age. I'm going to go out on a limb and say I was not very smart at 16 years of age. So Yeah, I was not. So I, I can't say anything. It's like, I, yeah, I needed so much help at 16 years old. However, I think that the the things that I did that what I would consider the dumbest things I've done in my life were probably later than that, to be honest. I'm guessing in the mid-20s. Yeah, I, I can say the same. <laughs> and I was hanging out with some sketchy folks about that time, I think, too. Uh, I wasn't. I was hanging out with some really cool people. We just did a lot of <laughs> dumb things together. <laughs> uh, well, tell us about the beers we're drinking. We can, we can harass each other later. Absolutely. So I'm happy to run through this lineup, Mike. Uh, tonight, you and I are going to be sharing a Coconut Sombrero by Clown Shoes. Um, I'm going to be drinking uh, Wasatch Ghost Rider White IPA. And uh, you're going to have some uh, Dragon's Milk White. Is that right? Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, my gosh. And uh, tell me, uh, what brewery produces that? The Dragon's Milk White is uh, New Holland out of Michigan. New Holland out of Michigan, man, I am, uh, I'm jealous because that's one that's been on my bucket list for a while and I haven't had the opportunity yet to partake. So I'm excited to hear your review of that. Absolutely. And if people will, uh, continue listening to the entire podcast, we actually are going to have a giveaway from Dragon's Milk, uh, toward the end. Oh, that's exciting. Giveaway. Yeah. We got some cool yeah. Outstanding. So yeah, let's save that towards the end. We don't want to get too far out of schedule here. They're out of line. Um, so you ready to jump into our shared beer tonight? Yeah, I've already been t taking a couple sips on it. It's really, really good. Oh, but you're going to yeah. tell us about the brewery first. Yes. Yeah, so uh, the brewery, uh, Clown Shoes Brewing. I'm sitting here. I just had a drink, and I totally got distracted because it is that good. Um, but they come out of Boston, Massachusetts, in Windsor, Vermont. They were acquired by Mass Bay Brewing in 2017. So that says something if uh, they got purchased up by somebody else in my mind. So their mission is to produce beer without pretension while being free and a little crazy. A little cray-cray. Ah, I love mantras like that. You know what I mean? They get to put their own personal spin on stuff. I like it. So where did you uh, say they were from again? Uh, Boston, Massachusetts, and Windsor, Vermont. Oh, so they got two spots. Okay. They do. All right. So it all got started when Greg Berman, uh, he's the founder and CEO, brewed a small batch of uh, quote-unquote hoppy feet. It's a black IPA 
uh, with Ipswich Ale Brewing, also in Massachusetts. Uh, it was well-received around the Boston area, uh, prompting Berman to collaborate with his head brewer, Dan Lipke. And Dan, if you hear this, I hope I said your last name right. And uh, they just developed some and tried some additional beers. And uh, boom, here we are today. Nice. Yeah. Well, as you're taking some few more sips, I'll kind of talk to the general audience, all those great folks listening to us about the beer. Do it. So, yeah. So, Coconut Sombrero uh, by Clown Shoes is a Mexican Mexican style chocolate stout with coconut. Uh, so, the ingredients include, you know, like coconut, lactose, vanilla, chocolate, and uh, some malts. So, you know, it's it's pretty good. Uh, when I say that, I meant when I say pretty good, I mean it, it's really good. Something uh, I looked up a little blurb here. Let me get to it. It says. The nice part about the luchador wardrobe is the versatility. Comfortable, breathable, devastating in the ring, and ruthlessly efficient when the occasion calls for beach volleyball. This variation (laughs) of our Mexican-style chocolate stout adds coconut into the mix for a smooth and sweet seasonal twist alongside the classic roasted malt and chocolate flavors that define our Sombrero series. So it's got a little bit of history, and uh, with with the can art, there is uh, some some Mexican wrestlers on there, you know, the, the luchadors, uh, and it looks like they're throwing coconuts at each other, but maybe it's coconut volleyball. Dude, it so, looks like coconut dodgeball. Yeah, it really does. It really Look does. at the can art. They have these huge piles of coconuts and they're going ham on each other. Yeah. Yeah. It, and the guy, the guy in the back with, you know, with the sombrero on it, is that like, uh, Four arms he's got going on. I mean, what's going? I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, that is a crazy beast of a man. But you know what fits because this is a crazy beast of a beer, Mike. Oh, Omg, like seriously. Yeah. So I, I'm pouring it in um, a glass that I got. So we, I, I talked last week. We adopted this geriatric English bulldog. Her name's Granny Gracie. When we got there we saw that they had different glassware. So I was like, man, I got to pick up some glassware so I can showcase it on the, you know, the craft beer bucket list. Right, so anyway, right. I'm drinking out of that. It's, it poured really dark. Almost, you know, I don't know if it's dark brown or black. I mean, you know, it's, it's in that range. Um, it's, it's real dark. And then the, the head kind of popped for a second and then kind of quickly disappeared. But um, so I, you know, I don't have any, my glass right now but man right once this hits the tongue it tastes really fine oh yeah i mean classic stout flavors uh, exactly what i'd expect but that mexican chocolate flavor in there is killer absolutely killer it's so smooth and palatable the creaminess really shines through here it has a fantastic mouthfeel and uh, i'm big on the aroma mike did you take a minute to just smell this before you took a drink, tell me you did. Yeah, oh, absolutely. So the the aroma, you can smell a little bit more of the coconut than I can taste for me. So yes. the, the coconut comes through the smell a little bit, but I don't get the coconut as much on the flavor. Right, and you know, you know I'm okay with that. I don't think I want coconut flavor with this. You know, and the aroma is fine. It totally adds to the experience, but I get a lot of the coffee and the chocolate here, and it works really well. 
You know, it almost tastes like it's a, a, a barrel aged beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's only seven percent uh, ABV, but it, it drinks and tastes a little heavier than that. Stronger, I agree. Yeah. So, so I, I mean, the coconut sombrero by this is clown shoes tastes really good. I mean, you know, man, and it's it's stout season, right? So we're in the middle. It we're, is. We're, I don't know if you consider it the beginning of the middle of winter, but it's stout season. So I'm enjoying this, the season and this is a good stout to stack up right against some of the better ones, man. Oh, absolutely. And as far as, you know, we talked about the, the smell and the flavor, but dude, did you see the color of the foam when you poured it? Was that not phenomenal? No. So, and that's what I was alluding to. I poured it and then I looked away to do something else and I came back and it's gone. So like my head, my phone was not there. It dissipated fairly quickly for me. Yeah, uh, mine was the same, but when it was there, it was beautiful. Was because it? Because with, with so many styles of beer, we just get that very traditional white foam head, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But when it has such a rich, deep color to it, to me, just the visuals add to the overall experience, and I'm just like, heck yeah, man. So I, I enjoyed it. Well, the um, something I talk about with a lot of beers is carbonation. So mm-hmm. it's not as carbonated as real heavy in any manner. It's got just enough to, it's well balanced with the carbonation. So you get a little bit of that bite, uh, like you do when you're drinking like a Coca-Cola. Right. And then, and then it quickly dissipates there as well, but it's not under carbonated. It's not over carbonated. They've done a good job with that as well. So what I, what I'll say is, you know, I think it's a, it's a well-crafted beer. It seems like the flavors go well together. They've balanced it all really well. From you know the, the 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 coconut and the chocolates and you know they said they put in you know vanilla and, and with the lactose and everything like that. So, so I'm with you. It's very well balanced. Uh, I think both of us have a, a very similar review in overall. Uh, sorry, I took another drink there. I couldn't help myself. Uh, but I, I really think both of us just really enjoy this beer. We're both saying the same great things about it. Now, this is an easy one for me, Mike, to put on my craft beer bucket list. Oh, absolutely. I'd, I'd give this beer like probably a 9 out of 10. I'd definitely put it on the craft beer bucket list. Something that yeah. uh, I want to ask you, though, is, you know, you, you know you're you good at this, is what would you pair this? What food would you pair this with? Anything you can buy at the grocery store. <laughs> Anything. All the foods. <laughs> All the foods. No, not really. Uh, you know, this being winter, winter season, uh, this is not something I would put with tacos or hot wings, which we talk about so much. This is another beer. And I think I talked about this with the last couple of stouts, but this is one that is steak worthy or maybe a nice beef roast, you know, with Ooh, some potatoes yeah. and carrots, like a, just a really hearty meal, have a nice sourdough bread with it or a classic, you know, French bread, something just hearty and thick uh, beer like this is, is going to pair with any of those things all day. What I was kind of thinking was like a brisket chili. Really Another fine, hearty meal. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. A hearty meal is a good way to describe it. Yeah. So, brisket, um, yeah. Now I want brisket, Mike. Thanks. You're you're welcome. I do what I can. So uh, I'll wrap this this one up. We'll go to commercial break in just a second. But you know, so we've got clown shoes, coconut sombrero here. It's a Mexican-style chocolate stout at 7% ABV. 
You can find them at Clown Shoes Beer on all the social medias. But the Coconut Sombrero, you know, one of the variations of their Sombrero series, definitely needs to be on a craft beer bucket list. It needs to be on your list of beers to try before you die, right? Absolutely right. I 100% agree. So real quick, out of 10, what would you give this out of 10, 0 to 10? No, yeah, 9 out of 10. Yeah, I'm with you. I was going to say 9 because it's right up there, man. This is spot on. Yep. Cool. All right. Let's go to commercial break real quick. Let's do it. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back. It's time to ask, what is Big Ray drinking? Yeah. So I've got a beer here from the Wasatch Brewery. I am drinking their Ghost Rider White IPA. I say I'm drinking. I haven't taken a sip of it yet. I'm excited to dive into this and uh, see what it's all about. So the YIPA is kind of like a hybrid of the American IPA and like a traditional Belgian wit beer, right? That is absolutely right. Caught you while you're drinking? You did. Yes. You you have a knack for doing that. Yes. So this so is usually was- a this is usually a summer beer. It is normally a summer beer. Uh, it would make sense. You know, wit beers are, I prefer them in late spring and summertime. They're just a, a fantastic beer. Uh, I stumbled on this. It was something I hadn't seen before. So I had to pick up a few and just give it a shot. That's what I do. Yeah. So, this so is, I've, so, I've had their beers when I've been in Salt Lake city, but uh, I think I read somewhere. They're actually in park city, Utah. Okay. I, I didn't know that. And that makes park city is not that far outside of the Salt Lake city Metro. Yeah. I had their beer at a place called Squatters, and it's kind of a beer joint uh, there in downtown Salt Lake City. I was there for a conference, and Squatters had uh, beer specials for people that were there for the conference. And uh, Jody, uh, who you know, Jody and I, we probably had breakfast, or not breakfast, had, but probably <laughs> had lunch and dinner there for like four days in a row, eating the food and drinking the beer. But oh, uh, you like know, a lot fantastic. of the beers there were from Wasatch, yeah. So right on. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, but yeah, like summertime, I love a good wit beer. Uh, white IPAs are not something I typically go for, even though I'm a self-proclaimed IPA guy. I prefer a more traditional IPA, the double IPAs. Uh, the, the white IPAs are American IPAs. I tend to not gravitate towards so much because of the, the lack of hoppiness, if you will. Uh, but yeah. I like to try something new. And full disclosure, this is my first time with this beer, by the way. This is not one I've had before, so uh, absolute raw review is what it is. The raw review. Uh, I guess you can say that, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, that just sounds like a podcast for, like, uh, something else. Oh, you're right. Talking about some so anyway, wrestling. I'm gonna... <laughs> so I'm going to take another sip here real quick and uh, really dive into this. Yeah, the so what's right. funny about yeah, so what's funny about Utah is, you know, they they were with uh, Oklahoma, I think, for a long time, and having the real low ABV beers were, uh, were the only ones that were legal to be cold and served fresh. If you had anything right. over like what was it three point two or something like that, it had it had to be yeah. sold by the case, not cold at a liquor store. And that right. only recently got repealed in in, in that aspect of it. Yeah, for us, it was uh, 2019. It was just last year, actually. 2019 for us in Oklahoma, it was such a huge deal. So I'm glad uh, I'm glad we caught up here. 
at least for us in Oklahoma. Nice. Nice. What do you think about the beer? So it, again, it's a white IPA, uh, not something I typically go for. And after drinking this, I hope this doesn't come across harsh, but this does not speak to my taste bros. No, um, it's a, if it was either, oh, if, if they had kept it a wit beer or made it an IPA, I think I would like it. Um, but it tastes just like they took a wit beer and threw some hops in it. And, uh, for me, it, it kills the flavor. Hmm. Now that's not to say it's a bad beer. I don't want it to sound like that. Um, it just doesn't speak to my taste bros and what I like. So it's not a happy marriage between the IPA and the Belgian wit. Correct. For this. Um, so the color is phenomenal. Uh, I'll give them that. It has a, a fantastic look to it. Uh, the color of the head was was very nice. Um, so seeing the color combination was very appealing. I, I like that. It does have a fantastic mouthfeel. It's uh, very, very creamy and smooth for an IPA, which I'm 100% on board with. Um, it doesn't smell bad. Um, it's not my favorite for an IPA. I really like that the the hop flavors that come through. Um, it's yeah. going to sound cliche, uh, but with some of like your citra hops, love the smell of that mosaic. Love the smell of those hops when they come through a traditional IPA. Um, I, I'm not really getting aromas like that out of this beer, so that's okay. Not for me. Um, it does have like a, a faint lemon pith, uh, which you can pick up on, which is good. You want some of those citrusy notes in an IPA. Uh, has some of the the bready notes, like maybe pizza dough, toasted barley, uh, come through with this. And uh, that's fine. It's a little piney, uh, which for me is acceptable with an IPA. Um, but again, the the marriage here, the wit beer and the hops just aren't aren't pairing up for my taste, bros. So definitely some things right with this beer, things that I enjoy. Um, but the flavor is not here for me. So what so you can say, though, is somebody who likes the wit beers and somebody who likes the IPAs, this may be something to try, right? No, absolutely. I encourage everyone to try uh, something new and different. Um, again, there's enough things right with this beer. I would still put it on my bucket list. I think people should give it a shot. Um, but if somebody is more into the, the super hoppy beers with the high IBUs, this might not be for you. But it's, it's still one worth trying. It's not like it's a nasty, skunky beer because it's not like that at all. Uh, it just doesn't speak to my taste, bros, for what I want with an IPA. Well, would you put it on the craft beer bucket list? I would still put it on the bucket list. Yeah, so okay, like I said, it's not, it's not a gross, nasty beer by any means. Uh, you know, the ABV is on point. It's 6%. So it's it, that's okay. That's a good thing. And um, I want to double check the IBUs. I, I should know this off the top of my head, and I don't. Yeah, I just well, picked up the beer can. It's like, oh gosh, where'd it go? I should know this. Yeah. So while you're well, you're kind of cleaning up there. What I'll say is, you know, the Wasatch Brewing, their Ghost Rider White IPA. You can you can find out more information on online. You can really, you can go through their social medias and go to Wasatch Beers or just. Type in Ghost Rider White IPA. I'm sure there's plenty out there if you want to find out more about the beer, right? No, absolutely. And that's one thing I like about the, the craft brewers. A lot of them are just on point with having that information available on their social media and available through some sort of Google resource or untapped. 
out beer advocate. Somebody's going to have it up there somewhere. Yeah. Cool. Anything else before we switch gears? Uh, no, you know, no, I, I don't think so, Mike. All right. Well, let's go. I've got Except, my beer poured. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, oh sorry. God, where is it? Sorry. I thought I had the IBUs here, and you know what? I don't. Oh, false start. Uh, false start. False start. So anyway, yeah, I'm going to put this on the bucket list. Uh, not my favorite, but I would still encourage others to try it. Uh, I th- get, there's going to be somebody out there that enjoys this. And I'm done. I promise. Mike, tell us tell us about your beer. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, full disclosure, we have some glassware to give away with this beer. Ooh, I'm excited and, for that. Yeah, and I'm going to say it here, and then I'll remind people after we review the beer. You need to tag us on Twitter or Instagram, so you can find us at Craft Beer Bucket List with our logo. So find us on one of those two, and tweet or Instagram us with the hashtag I want dragon's milk. I'll put a picture up and you can see the glassware yourself, but it's just a giveaway. You don't have to pay for it. Anything like that. Shipping and handling's on us. This is from the good folks at new Holland. They found out we were going to review this beer. They wanted to give us some giveaways and here we are. So that's what I haven't. Yeah, no, absolutely. And that, that I'll come back to that in a second. What I have here in front of me is the Dragon's Milk White, which is a bourbon barrel aged white stout from New Holland Brewing, which is in Holland, Michigan. So it is, I've already had a few tastes of it. It's really good. They've done a good job with it. You know, and and I've had Dragon's Milk and Dragon's Milk Reserved and then maybe a mint version of it. And they're all really good. What I will say is, this one stacks up really well. It's if you close your eyes, you would have a hard time opening it and finding that it's this golden color. So New Holland Brewing, and I, I just copied and pasted this from uh, from their website. It says we find the best, we find that the best moments in life, the most memorable, are when we spend time in the company of those who are most important to us. Our beer and spirits are made for these moments. So they're talking about very special places, right? In our hearts. And they want to make the drink that goes along with that. And I'm telling you, this, this does it really well. So New Holland started in 1997, which seems so long ago, right? Oh, it does. It feels like forever and a day ago at this point. Yeah. 20 something years ago, um, they, they started, um, on the, the shores of Holland, Michigan. And today they're one of the leading innovators in craft brewing. It really, they really are. And, the amount of good beers they pump out is just phenomenal. Uh, so the they, destri- they describe Dragon's Milk White, a full-flavored white stout with strong notes of vanilla, cocoa, coffee roast, and oak from its time in the bourbon barrels. Drinkers can expect a smooth, velvety mouthfeel that complements the flavor profile. A lighter drinking, a lighter stout drinking experience. It pours with a hazy golden hue into a pint glass for legendary enjoyment. So there's the nuts and bolts of it. What I was going to come back to though, is these, these, the breweries that really try to make beers for the special moments and these breweries that really try to connect with 
the people that are enjoying their beer. So, you know, we reached out to them or I reached out to them to say, you know, give me any more information. We're going to have this on our, it's on deck to be reviewed. Just give me any information you'd like me to highlight. And, and they did. They sent me some of that stuff I just read. But without even mentioning it, they said, hey, uh, what about if we give you a couple of pieces of glassware to give away to somebody, uh, one of your listeners or somebody on social media? I was like, you know, absolutely, sure. You know, ab- absolutely. And within a week, I had it. It's sitting here. Like I said, I'll post pictures of it. But that just shows me something, that how, how they value wanting to get people engaged with their brand. They value people wanting to see, or they value wanting to see what people have to say about their brand. It's, it's so many good things that, that customer interaction means a lot to them, that, you know, and, and cultivating in that and keeping that where it's supposed to be. It's good marketing. It's, you know, it's good relationship building, all that kind of stuff. And for me, it was just super cool that, um, you know, nothing like that's ever expected. Uh, we try beers. We like our beers. We try, we, we, we pick them out on purpose. And when we reach out to these breweries just to get a, you know, you know, a little bit of a tidbit of information, you never know what you're going to get back. And a lot, so many of them are so great. Give us any information. And then, you know, something like that happens. You're like, man, this is what it's about. You know, it really is. So again, I'll say we've got a pair of glasses from, you know, New Holland, the dragon's milk glasses. If you tag us on Twitter, Instagram, and then use the hashtag, I want dragon's milk. We're going to pick a winner from some, somebody that it, within those. And we probably got some other stuff we might throw away, throw in there as well. You never know, right? You never know. So before you get any further into this, Mike, I want to personally give new Holland a shout out and a thank you for, for allowing us to uh, use our platform for a giveaway and to help, you know, get the word out for them. Uh, so that's a big deal for me. Customer service is, is huge. And uh, when somebody just gives you something like that without asking that, that really means a lot. Uh, I'm at the age now, you know, pushing 40 where that stuff really just carries a lot of weight. So again, huge shout out and a huge thank you from big Ray to the folks at new Holland. Uh, you know, again, for, for giving us this to, to give away to our listeners, uh, which is exciting, but man, when they go to their way to help out, that says a lot about the folks that run the company and I'm hundred percent on board with that. So thank you. And I'll shut up so Mike can give us his unbiased review of their craft beer. I want to say thank you. Cause you gave me time to get a couple of drinks in. <laughs> I do what I can. So this pours, it's kind of like a, a golden, uh, dark straw pour. It's, uh, it is not clear. It's more like a, a translucent rather than a transparent. So it's a little bit, uh, a little bit hazy, so to speak. It is, it's, it's a beautiful in color. It sits well in the glass. The, you know, when I first poured it, the head was really, uh, nice and it looked a lot nice and firm. I don't know how to, you know, it's really, really good pour. I'm drinking it out of a, a small tulip glass. The smell you can, when you, when you get it under your nose, I, I'll be honest. The thing that I get the most out of it is that bourbon smell. Oh, I so bet. You get, yeah. You get a nice, it's, it's not, it's not like it's hitting your nose hard, but it's a nice full bourbon smell without, without really punching your nose, you know? Right. Right. So the, 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 like I said before, the, the coolest thing about it is if I close my eyes and drink this, I would never guess it would be that golden uh the golden yellow color right 
when it, when you close your eyes and you drink it, you get you know you get a little bit of that chocolate, a little bit of that coffee, and then you a little bit of that bourbon uh, in the, on the back end. It just tastes really fine, man. It's I don't I don't know how else to really say it as far as that goes. You know that you get that that that, that milky, chocolatey, vanilla-y taste while you're doing it, um, almost like a good chocolate cake. You know, like if it was a liquid chocolate cake. Um, so it's you know it's really done really well. the The body is um the body is heavier than what it looks like in the glass. It's it definitely has a stout body to it. It just doesn't look that way when you look at it. Uh, the carbonation is pretty on point. It's um, if anything, I would think that um, you know a beer like this could kind of sway. I wonder what it would. I don't know because I've never had anything that's close to this really. But I wonder if the carbonation was kicked up a little bit, what would that would do to the flavor and all that, or if it was dropped a little bit. So it seems the carbonation seems great to me, but I've never had anything to compare to this to to know is it is it, is the carbonation a little high on this? Is it a little low, or what is it? I mean, um, so so while tastes and feels pretty good, I, you know, I wonder what the difference would be there. You know, right? No, that makes sense. But I mean, overall, it's a nice, solid beer, man, and you know going back to their little uh, philosophy of, you know, making beers for those special moments, man, I could really say, you know, if as I was hanging out with some friends or like, Hey, let's try a beer. And I'd be proud to have this and say, man, if you haven't tried this, you gotta, you know what I mean? I do. Um, I think the other thing is this is good, you know, end of the night, nightcap kind of beer. Like, you know, if you're just, uh, you know, kind of winding down your day and you want a little nice little drink to close out your day, I think this would be it. Really? Yeah. So. Wow. No, that, that's good to know. Uh, so this isn't like a, a more sessionable beer, in your opinion, where you want to have two or three of them. You know, it's it, kind of a one and done. Uh, well, so I'll say this. It says it's 6% ABV. So, yeah, the Dragon's Milk White Stout is 6% ABV. It tastes like it's heavier than that. It okay. does taste, you know, as far as the. It tastes boozier than that, is what I guess I would say. I think that the the taste, you know, like the chocolatey cake, liquid chocolate cake taste is really good. And I think I could, you know, if you're having a 12-ounce beer, I don't think you could have more than one. And it's not because of one specific thing. It's all those combined. You know, it's kind of like a, in my mind, I just thought, like, it's kind of like a cheesecake, right? Like, you eat one oh, piece wow. of cheesecake and you're like, oh, that was really good. You know, right. so rich and so delicious and decadent. And then you get to the second one, you lose so much of that just because it, it sh- you shouldn't have never done it. You should have just right. stuck with one. And I can see that happening with this one as well. Um, this is a great beer. I think, you know, you could buy a six pack or, or whatever and you could stick it in the fridge and you could have one every now and then and really enjoy it. I don't think you could enjoy two or three of these. I just think you could drink it, but the, by the second, third one, I just don't think you're going to have the the respect for it that it deserves because of the how bold and full flavored it is. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. and you know this gives me an idea for like you know when you have the guys over or your friends over, just whoever, and uh, everybody has you know some beers, you have some snacks or whatever, and then everyone goes home and you have to clean up. This sounds like that beer I want to sit down on my recliner with and just enjoy when it's quiet at home. Everyone's gone to bed and it's just me. 
Like, yeah, I could, yeah, I could definitely see drinking this beer while smoking a cigar. Oh, oh, next level stuff here. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's better than a food pairing in my book. Wow. Yeah. No, yeah. And, you know, I know they've, you know, I've got a bourbon dip cigars and whatnot. You know, I don't know. Right. I'm not a cigar expertise type person. I mean, I enjoy one now and then, but this this is definitely a cigar beer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can I can get on board with that. Yeah. You, yeah. you know me. I don't smoke a lot of cigars. Uh, whenever we do our annual fishing trip, of course, you know, over the course of four days, we'll enjoy like two. And uh, re- realistically, that's the only time I smoke cigars anymore, Mike, is when we do our annual fishing trip. But if my now, grandma's listening to this, I don't do any of that, Grandma, I promise. No, I, I, I just made it all up just for the show. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, but no, so now good. whenever we go to Lake Texoma, Mike, I'm going to expect you to bring me some of this New Holland's Dragon's Milk White so I can enjoy a cigar with it. Yeah. I'm going to hold it's you a, to it. That's a deal. So what I'll say is, if again, um, I think this, I would rate this one 9 out of 10. And, you okay. know, in all fairness... I know that I give a lot of these beer high rankings when we go on here or if I'm on uh, the social medias and whatnot. But to kind of defend that is I pick beers I think I'm going to like. Right. You know, I'm not going to pick a beer out that I'm like, I'm going to hate this. I'll go ahead and buy it, you know. So I'll give this a 9 out of 10. This is definitely 100% needs to go on your bucket list. It's 100% a beer you need to try before you die. I mean, it's really good. Wow. Excellent. Yeah. I may give this as a nine, nine and a half out of ten. Nine and a half out of ten. Hey, even better. Wow. Yeah. yeah. This is all really right. Good. Really well made. I like that random little five percent jump there at the end, Mike. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. Is that a five percent jump? I think so. I think one star would be ten percent. So half a star is five percent, right? Can I math? No, that's not right. I don't know. That sounds right. Yeah. I'll say this, you know, we do this podcast uh, starting at 10 o'clock my time. And <laughs> right. now, I'm, I, now I'm two full beers in of some pretty serious beers. So yeah, you, know, you can pretty I'm much say, every, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, Hey Mike, three plus three is 17. I'd be like, okay, sounds great. <laughs> so cool, man. Uh, is there anything else? Hey, fun fact. I forgot. I was going to tell, say this earlier and I totally forgot. Fun fact, it's not a quiz. I just want to you know, let everybody know that uh, something I shared with you is Abraham Lincoln is in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. Whoa. Isn't that fun? Okay. So, what, like the 16th president Abraham Lincoln or a yeah. somebody else named Abraham Lincoln? No, no, you got the Abraham. So, uh, I guess fun fact number two is I think George Washington, the first president, is also in the Wrestling Hall of Fame. What? Yeah. You know, I, I know I, I Abraham know Lincoln is. I'm pretty, I'm 99.9% sure George Washington is as well. So if I go to Snopes.com, I can look this up and they'll tell me if your pants are on fire or not. I have no idea what any of that means. Snopes.com, oh, give me a break. How about just go to the National Wrestling Hall of Fame and see if <laughs> Abraham Lincoln's in it? Okay, I'll, I'll have to do that once we uh, hang up the, the headphones yeah. and put the mics away tonight. Yeah, so I mean, it's just a fun fact. I mean, you know. We were talking about wrestling okay. and your uh, raw review or whatever you were talking about. So, <laughs> right. So anyway, um, I want to say thank you to everybody for listening to this week's episode of Craft Beer Bucket List. We tried three different beers. 
we had the coconut sombrero by clown shoes right and then we yes. had the white ipa by wasatch uh and what was the name of that one again that's their ghost rider ghost rider that's right so the ghost rider yep. white ipa by wasatch and then uh finalized it uh, finished it out with dragon's milk white by new hauling brewing all in all we think all of them should be on the craft beer bucket list so write these down, put them on your list, whatever it takes and go out and get them. I think they all have pretty wide distributions. So you should be able to get them uh, fairly close to you. Ray, I'll let you take it out with the social medias and we'll call it a night. Outstanding. So yeah, everybody, thank you again for listening to episode 16 of Craft Beer Bucket List. I certainly appreciate all of you guys tuning in. Remember to follow us on social media. We're out there on the Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. If you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us a five-star rating and drop a comment and uh, let us know how you think uh, we're doing. I love that. I love the interaction otherwise. And of course, all of the breweries and the beers that we review on this show, we post links to all of their social media accounts as well. So I look forward to seeing you guys on episode 17. Remember to uh, not drink and drive and to drink local. See you guys. Adios. Adios.